Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers on a Thursday morning. It's been a week since we've had Thanksgiving. It's We're probably now um, recouped from the food comas that we probably put ourselves in a week ago, but I got a new guest in the clubhouse today, and I'm excited about it to, to treat you to some of the best this Thursday morning. So, Ernesto, how are you doing this morning? I'm great, man. How are you? Doing excellent. It's good to have you on. Thank you for joining us. Hey, it's great to be here. Thank you for the invite. Absolutely. So, so I know the answer to this, but can you tell everybody in Top Fan Rivalry community who you're a fan of? Who's your MLB team? You know what? It's funny because I grew up a diehard Angels fan, still a diehard Angels fan, but I'm also a diehard Cubs fan, and that totally came out of nowhere. Okay. Okay. Well, at least you got one in the National League, one in the American League, right? I always see it. <laughs> so, so what would you do? Side note, what would you do if the Cubs and Angels made it the World Series and were playing each other? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, it's Angels all the way. Ah. Angels are number one. Okay. But either way, I'm going to be rooting for a champion. So, you know, I can't go wrong with that. Yeah, either way, you can't – it's not like the Dodgers-Angels thing where you can go to, like, Costco and find one of those jerseys that's split in half, Dodgers and Angels. Like, you can't find a Cubs-Angels jersey. That's That would be unique, that, right? Yeah, that would definitely be unique. But <clears throat> I don't think I can pull that off to have a half and half. So, I would have – like I said, I've been Angels for 41 years. So, 41 years is going to top everything. Nice, nice, very nice. Okay, so tell me, how did you become an Angel fan, or how did that start? Um, my dad and my grandfather, they were Angel fans, so naturally, uh, the bloodline was there to for me to be an Angel fan. Yeah, and then and then with my dad taking me to Angel games, it was it was a must to be an Angels fan. Hard not to be, right? Hard not to be. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Very good, very good. Yeah, I love that question because it always goes back to why why baseball is America's favorite pastime, and it goes back to family. Right. Oh, that's. I mean, the root of it family. is. Yeah, the root of it is always going to be who your parents, who your grandparents root for. So, that's that's usually the start of it. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, okay, so you're an Angel fan. It, it came from family. So, talk to me about favorite players do you have a current favorite player and do you have a favorite player of all time don't have to be angels or cubs but i mean obviously they're welcome to be there's plenty there uh well being an angel fan um i don't know if anybody else was like that when mo vaughn came mo vaughn uh, was you know powerhouse mo vaughn but he was he was my favorite player as an angel back then i mean growing up now that i'm an adult it has to be trout and otani of course you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, as far as all time, let me backtrack a little how I said being a Cubs fan came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. uh, my all time favorite player was Nomar Garcia Parra. It still is. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like what drawn me to him was, you know, his unique batting stances with the gloves and then digging into the dirt before the swings and all that. Yeah. But. Him being a Red Sox, you know, obviously I'm not going to be a Red Sox fan because I was an Angel fan. But when he got to the Cubs, uh, that's when the likeness of the Cubs came. 
Uh, and then I started falling in love with like Derek Lee, Aramis Ramirez, big Carlos Zambrano. And after that, I was like, man, the Cubs are pretty good, but yeah. they're not good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, no, so that's it's... how the Cubs. So that's how the likeness for the Cubs came and been since. I like it. I like it. And I, you know, Nomar is a hard player not to like. But can you imagine if he played in today's game where you have to get in the batter's box because of the the pitch clock? Oh, man, he would have a strike every single at bat because it takes about, what, eight seconds just for him to get uh, his gloves situated? Yep, you know, <laughs> pull on him, pull on him, pull on him, pull on tap him. the wristbands, and then yep. toe and tap, the toe and then taps. you're good to go. Yeah, right? That's about 10 seconds there. Yeah, be crazy, be crazy. Those are good players. I mean, Mo Vaughn, you mentioned Mo Vaughn, you mentioned Nomar. Um, I mean, I like those. I like those guys, right? Yeah. Um, like I said, I uh, when I went to the Cubs-Dodger games, I even told Nomar, since he's a broadcaster for the Dodgers, I was like, you're my favorite of all-time player. I, I appreciate the game you played, how you played it. You played it with 100% hustle. You played it the right way. You played it with, with everything you can possibly play it. Yeah, and I'm sure he appreciated that, did he not? Oh, yeah, the, the smile on his face to hear from a fan. Especially now that now that his career's been over for oh man about what ten years now at least, yeah. so yeah to see the smile that he the appreciation was there from his fans still it was great to see as well. And he can you can always see him at Dodger games because he's in center field doing the the TV portion of it you know the pre and post game, and he's always out there and always well dressed and yeah good dude always professional yeah yeah very professional. Good dude. So yeah. tell me, speaking of Dodger Stadium, tell me about ballparks. What ballparks, what MLB ballparks have you been to? Well, so far it's been uh, SoCal. So Dodgers, Angels, and the Padres. Okay, Dodgers, Angels, Padres. You know, okay, so typical let's... California ballparks for a SoCal kid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen, we're going to do top end rivalry is going to do probably an I five series where we get tickets and invite people to go and just do that in three days. Dodgers, then angels and Padres all in one, you know, fell swoop. Oh, so, that would sound like a lot of fun. It it will be, it will be, yeah. it will be. I'll definitely have to let you know. So let me flip this question on its, on its head and let's see what you come out with here. This is going to be fun. So let's, let's just pick a month and, and uh, we'll pick May. So let's assume that you had the full month of May off. Money wasn't an issue. You can travel to any ballparks you wanted to go to. Uh, what five ballparks would you want to go to that you haven't been to? Well, Wrigley Field, of, of course, is a must because I'm a Cubs fan as well. Um, I know everybody likes to say Texas to see the Rangers and Astros because they both have beautiful stadiums. They do. Um, they do. You know, honestly, I've always wanted, even though it's a four or five hour drive, San Francisco's ballpark is looks pretty nice. And the fifth one, sheesh, everybody, everybody has to visit the Green Monster. Yes. You know, so that's it's like I said, especially especially the Green Monster. It's iconic, just like Wrigley Field, two of the oldest ballparks in MLB history. Those two have to be on the top of uh, top of the list. I agree. I was actually waiting for you to say the Green Monster. Seeing that you were you're a no more guy, 
I was like, well, wait a second. You said Wrigley Field. Wait, 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 wait. You got to go to the Green Monster, too. I mean, he played there. So those are those right. are good ballparks. I visited uh, the only one of those that you mentioned that I haven't seen a game at is Wrigley. I've been outside of Wrigley. I just haven't seen a game there. I know. I, I watch uh, the Cubs games on my phone, and I'm like, man, I wish I could be there. I want to be there so bad. But uh, opportunity hasn't presented itself yet. But if, uh, if like you told me, if uh, money wasn't an issue and I had a whole month off, Wrigley would be probably be the whole month if I could. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah. I, I'll tell you, if you ever get down to Texas, the drive from um, Houston to Arlington, we did it, it actually in a day. We did it in a day. So we we actually did um, Houston one day and then drove the next day to Arlington, watched the game and drove back. I mean, it's only wow. two and a half, three hours. Oh, that's a that's an easy, perfect day right there. Especially yep. if they have two games, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. You're yeah. good to go. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you gotta stop by a place called Bucky's. So Bucky's. stopping by Bucky's is a must. So that that's a half hour, 40 minute excursion right there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's good stuff. You'll have to look up Bucky's. Uh um, it's out here out west it would be similar so it's a huge gas station but it also is attached to almost like a costco type thing where you can get almost anything but they have some great pulled pork sandwiches they've got like amazing fudge that they do it's just i'm gonna make you hungry if we keep doing this but Uh, you you have me sold on pulled pork already so yeah yeah i mean it's got they got beef jerky they got everything you can think of and and the Bucky's logo is is nationally known. I mean, I I bought a Bucky shirt for Fourth of July, and we were in Boston going to a, a game, and I was wearing my Bucky shirt in the hotel. And somebody goes, "Are you from Texas?" That's Bucky's. I'm like, "Oh, there it's you go." It's a beaver, so, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I think I've seen it before. I just never knew where it's been. But now that I know, okay, yeah. Bucky's is a Texas thing. Yep, exactly. Bucky's is a Texas thing. So when you're going from Houston to Arlington. You got to stop at a Bucky's. There's three or four of them. You got to stop at a Bucky's. If I make my way down there, best believe you'll be getting a picture of like top friend rivalry sent me here. Yeah. With you, you and Bucky. <laughs> hey. <laughs> there you go. That's how you, that's how you got to do it. There, there you go. So, okay. So we talked about how you became an, you know, that you're an Angel fan and a Cub fan and how that happened. We talked about favorite players, which I love. We talked about ballparks. Um, now with, so last question is going to kind of be a weird one because there's so many moving parts right now with the angels. Um, you know, by showcase coming back is Mike Trout getting traded like a, a number of different. And I, I, I'm not going to lie to you, Ernesto. I hate rumors. I absolutely hate rumors. So when people say, oh, showcase going here, or Mike Trout's going to go until I see it inked up and until I see him at a press conference in that Jersey, I could care less. That's how I believe it, too. Until and, it's said and done, written on paper, then I'll believe it. But right now, he's still an angel. Shohei, I still believe, will be an angel. Mm-hmm. So I hope they get it done and officially on paper. So what do you think the Angels need to do in 2024 to be competitive? I'm not talking about winning the World Series. That might be a little off. But at least getting to the playoffs and going deeper than just a wild card round or divisional round. <laughs> What do you think they need to do? You know, for the last couple of seasons, uh, 
health has always been one thing. For some reason, it seems like every pitcher has had a Tommy John surgery, whether it's starting pitcher, middle rotation, closer, um, they got to stay healthy. Uh, it's good to see that they cleaned house and got a whole new team now. So hopefully that helps out. And honestly, I think starting pitching is is the key because we have the offense, we have the defense, but it seems like starting pitching has always been our problem. Yep. Yeah, I, you know, and I'll say this, and it drives people nuts, but it's good for baseball when there are big market teams in the playoffs. It right. Now, Arlington versus Phoenix, you know, the Rangers versus the Diamondbacks was a great World Series. If you're a fundamental baseball guy, that was one of the best World Series amazing. you've ever watched. It was amazing. Um, but if you're the casual baseball fan, why do you care? Exactly. Right? Um. And so it's good for baseball when the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Dodgers um, and the Cardinals and uh, now apparently the Astros um, are good. But it's also good for baseball when um, the Angels are good. And I just I I want to see it turn the corner. I just I can't believe that Mike Trout's been in the league 12 years and they haven't won a uh, playoff series yet. Just that just drives me crazy. It's just stupid man. Oh, it's it's something else to see because he's obviously the best player in the league, and to see him play his heart out for for the Angels to sign the extension to stay with the Angels, and like I said again, they they have the team around him, offense and defense, but it seems like the pitching is never there for him. Yeah, that's true. So so let me ask you a hard question because you just talked about pitching. Let me ask you a hard question. Let's go. If you had the keys, if you were Perry, right, and you had the keys to the kingdom, um, would you trade Mike Trout and let Shohei go for prospects um, and players that can get you to where you want to be in 2025, 2026, 2027? Or do you want to continue with the, the Shohei um, Trout experiment? And I and I'm I'm gonna say something after you answer that, so I, I'm gonna have a follow up to that. But what are your thoughts? You know, um, uh, I I would do what I would see what Mike Mike Trout would want because obviously we want to win and build around him because mm -hmm. he's the reason he decided he wanted to stay with the Angels. So if I was GM, I would solely see what he would want firsthand and try to make the moves for him, which is obviously trying to keep Shohei, trying to better our pitching staff and getting us around that corner, like you said, to not just win the wild card game, but the division championship game and so on for and a World Series for him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because okay, I don't so think – I don't think uh, – as much as I know Trout and every MLB player wants to win a World Series – I think the time invested so much in a team, they want to win it with that team instead of just going to another team and winning a championship. No, I understand that completely. And I, I agree. I mean, I think Trout is loyal to the Angels. And I, I love that. I, I wish that more players were like that. I mean, right. we just saw it with, with Nola, right, in Philadelphia last week. where Signed up five-year, right? Seven-year. He walked in and... 
He said, boys, I want seven years, two mil or two ten. And mm -hmm. they said, nope, seven years, one fifty. And they ended up with seven years, one seventy two. Yeah. Yeah. And so but he 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 basically did the job for his agent. He said, I want to stay here. This is what I want. Go get me paid. Right. <laughs> so that's I mean, that's, and that's how it is sometimes. But I mean, when you love the city you play in, I mean, obviously the uh, players want to get paid, so they start high. But obviously, they met in the middle somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and honestly, there's a difference between the business of baseball and the fandom of baseball. Right. The business of baseball says X, Y, Z. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you make the the best trades, the best moves, the best people to put on the field. The fandom of baseball says, "No, you got to keep Trout. You got to keep Otani. You got to <laughs> keep, you know, whoever it is, right? Because right. you can't imagine seeing them in another jersey." Correct. Um, but you also don't like missing the playoffs, and so it's kind of finding the balance, you know. To to quote an '80s movie, Mr. Miyagi, you must find the balance. That's All the right, hardest then, part, right? Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part. Kid. Yeah, you know it's funny yeah. about that movie. There's always great, great quotes for it for life. Yeah. Yeah. You know? that's very true. That's there's. <laughs> I quote Mr. Miyagi quite a bit on in life, just because it's well worth mm -hmm. it. So it's yeah, it makes sense now that you're older. Yeah, exactly. When you weren't when you weren't that old, you were thinking, Mr. Miyagi, old guy. No, right, Mr. Miyagi, very smart guy. Uh, I know, as a kid, wax on, wax off. Now that you're older, you must find balance. Like, yes. oh. <laughs> oh, wait a second. I got to do what? I, I got to do what? So, it was, so, so life wasn't wax on, wax off. Life is find balance. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, Ernesto, I got to get you on. Um, I got to get you on again with a couple of other folks. Um, we're going to put together an AL West um, podcast. We'll put a couple angel podcasts together. I'll bring you on with some Cubs fans too, but I just that appreciate, I just appreciate you joining me on a Thursday. I know that everybody's got work. I know everybody's got things to do, but I just appreciate you spending time with me and breaking down where the love of the angels and Cubs started for you, your favorite players, ballparks, what to look forward to. I just, I ha like having these conversations. So I appreciate your time. Oh, it's it's a blast! Uh, like I said, this is my first podcast, so so it was it was fun. Well, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. Stick around for a second. Uh, top fan rivalry followers. This is my friend uh, Ernesto. We will tag him this morning um, to make sure that you uh, know who to follow. Uh, I've been all over his page. He's a baseball guy. He's a, a Ducks fan. Uh, he likes going to hockey too. Um, and so just follow him for good baseball content because baseball season is right around the corner as is fan fest. So we'll see everybody soon. Thanks again, Ernesto for the time. Thank you for the invite. You bet.